give him all the praise from the dead of our hearts. Open your mouth and appreciate him tonight. Let's give him all the praises, all the adoration. Let's thank him for keeping us alive to see the fourth day in the month of August. Let's appreciate him and bless his name and say, Lord, we are grateful. Father, we are very, very grateful. Go ahead. Go ahead and please go ahead and thank him and thank him and thank him.
thank you. Let tonight be a special night for all of us. Father, please answer our prayers this month and give us your breakthrough. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. You are welcome tonight. Can you greet maybe two or three people? Say you are welcome. God bless you. We appreciate you. Jeremiah 29 11. We are going to start the breakthrough service with Jeremiah 29 11. Jeremiah 29 11. If you are there, you can put it there. Jeremiah chapter 29 11 says, I know the thoughts, for I know the thought that I think towards you, says the Lord, thought of peace not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Whether the devil like it or not, you are going to have a future. The Lord will give you hope. You have testimony in the name of Jesus. In this month of breakthrough, you will not be disappointed. As we have come to the Lord tonight, we answer your prayers. The Lord will give you joy throughout this month. You will have a future and you are going to have a hope. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say amen three times. Say with me, I know he's thought towards me. I am not confused. He's thought towards me. He are thought of peace. Thought of a great future. And a thought of hope. I will not lose hope. God is on my side. I know his thoughts towards me. Okay, turn to your neighbor and say, I know God's thought towards me. I will have breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Say another powerful amen. Amen. Our scripture, Romans chapter 5 verse 17, also talks about breakthrough. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Put it there, Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, For if by one man's sin, offense, death reigned through that one, which is Adam, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Breakthrough means reigning in life. Having an exciting life. A life that is full of joy. A life that is always celebrating at the point of breaking down. People are saying, ah, it is over. And God just does another thing. They say, ah, there's a problem here. And God just answers your prayer. They say, ah, we are going to see where he's going to escape. And God is opening door for him. That is the life of somebody that is reigning as a king. And you only reign in life when you enjoy supernatural or continuous breakthrough in life. That's how to reign. People that receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Another word for reigning could mean they will have breakthrough. They will not break down. This month, you will not break down. The Lord God of heaven will give you breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because it's taught to us, they are taught of peace and taught of a future, taught of a great hope. And the Lord will cause you to have breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. There are so many places in the Bible where people thought there is no hope. And God suddenly gives them hope and they enjoy breakthrough. And I said, I love Isaac. Every time I read the story of Isaac in Genesis 26, I always find new, new things. And today I have another thing. If you want to enjoy breakthrough, number one, you must enjoy 
great location that is orchestrated by divine direction. Your location most time determine the breakthrough that we enjoy or the allocations that you have in life. Verse 1 and verse 2 of Genesis 26, there was a great famine beside the famine in the days of Father Abraham. But the Lord said, verse 6 to 4 to Isaac, dwell in this land and I will bless you. And I will fulfill the promises that I made to your father. So we know where you dwell determine the blessing or the breakthrough that you enjoy. That's why I pray for you. In this month of August, you will not miss your road. You will not be at any wrong location. No evil will happen to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. He said, divine happening can only happen at the right time, at a great location. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Look at what he says. I returned, I saw under the sun that the race is not to the fastest or the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Being at the right place, at the right time is what determines your successes on heart. It's what determines your breakthrough on heart. That is why the Yoruba we say, What they mean by that is that it's just one step between breakthrough and failure. Just one step. Just one direction. I don't know who was talking. Okay, I won't mention the name. Because his comment might look controversial. But he said, one call can determine your hand. One step, one location can determine the kind of success or the breakthrough that you enjoy. Just where you are per time can determine the breakthrough that comes your way. At a particular point in time, it's not about being fast. It's been about, it is about being at the right place at the right time according to the divine order to enjoy the blessing that God has given to you. At the second king chapter 17, the Lord said to his servant, go to the widow of Sarapat. Go to, we will have commanded, go to Sarapat, for I commanded the woman, verse 5, to feed you there. There's a place called there. It's a place of breakthrough. It's a place of breakthrough. Oh no, first king chapter 17. No, first king chapter 17, verse 5. He said, I have commanded somebody there to bless you. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed by the brook chariot, which flowed into the Jordan. Continue. Continue. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook. God commanded him to go there. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. There may not be rain in the land, but there is still direction from heaven. There is a location that is apportioned to you by God. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, verse 9, look at verse 9, Arise, go to Serapat, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there. Look at the word there, 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 there. Somebody said, in Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Was it what you say in your heart? What you say in your heart? Was it say repeatedly? Say, when you see 
a particular word be mentioned twice or three times in a verse, it means there is an emphasis. Look at it here. Do it there. See, I have commanded a widow there. Not a rich man there. God was talking about location here. Location is important. Why? It is not all planned that we grow well in every location. There are some geographical locations for each plant. Coco may not do well in Maduguri, but granite will do better. That does not mean that God is not the author and the source of every land. No, it only means that there is a particular location that has been given to you, mark my word, by God for you to enjoy breakthrough. And at times when you struggle against this divine direction or location, you suffer unnecessarily. In fact, there are some things you will not receive because God has not given you that particular thing in that particular place at that particular point in time. doesn't mean that God has not answered prayer. It just means that that is not where God wants to fulfill his word concerning you. Stay in this land and I will fulfill the promises I have given to your father. You will multiply to the west, to the east, to the north. I will make your designer to become very great, but you must dwell in Gera, because that is where I will fulfill my word. And that was a place where the people there do not fear God. There's a place where they saw famine. There's a place where Isaac was afraid. Notwithstanding, the Lord said, dwell here and I will bless you. You will not miss your location. Amen. And I pray again, you will not miss your location. Amen. Where God wants you to dwell will be fertile for you. Amen. And you'll be fruitful this year in Jesus' name. We are not unbelievers, oh. We are men of directions. Where he lead me, I will go. Whatever he asks me to do, I will do. I don't know who I was talking to on Sunday. I was counseling. And I said, if you are genuinely born again, there are three things that happen to you when you give your life to Christ. Can't remember who I was counseling. I said, number one, you have an exciting joy of the Lord. You want to come to church again and come to church again. People that have been born again for years may not feel much. <laughs> be church, don't worry. But you see, once the joy of the Lord enters your heart, you have a feeling that, ah, I want to go there again. There's a new task for the word of the Lord in your heart if you are genuinely born again. That's number one. I see number two thing that I've discovered that young converts enjoy more is divine direction. Even if you are in a wrong church, Following a wrong pastor. God will lead you. Except you are not born again. Majority of the people that are claiming to be born again nowadays are just religious. They are just moved by the, you know, the feeling and the aroma of a revival. No revival in itself. They are not even convinced that they were sinner. They just love going to church. And, you know, and they follow without any direction. But if you are a child of God, God will speak to you. Even if you are a day old, he will tell you. God will lead you. God speak to his own. The Lord is my shepherd. He leaded me for his name's sake. He will lead you to the right place, right corner. And when you are in the wrong place, he will speak to you. Every born again child of God, whether young or small, even if he's new, God speaks to him. The idea of being deceived does not come here. God will speak to you when you belong to him. He will tell you, you went to a place or a church for the first time. And God will tell you, no, no, this is not my house. Get out of here. Get out of here. This is not a place where you should be because God speaks to his own. The Bible says he goes ahead of his sheep and lead them for feeding. 
So it's always ahead of you. Confirming his word in your heart. Telling you, I'm the one that sent him. No, don't listen to him. I'm not the one. He's not speaking my word. He will tell you. If you are a born again child of God, God lead you. I said, number three thing that happened when you give your life to Christ is that you have joy in service. You always look for what to do. That's why you see some people when they give their life to Christ, they will come to church early to clean chair. Nobody instructed them. Some will come and sweep. They are, these are natural things with somebody that is just born again. You say, what can I do in the church? What can I do? Please, what can I do? They won't announce, uh, if you want to join service, they come and join. you just be looking for what to do. The seal of the Lord for service. Three things. Number one, what would that be? You thirst for the word. You want to come again and take the word. It will be renewing you, burning in your heart. Number two, you enjoy direction. So the idea of being deceived is not there. For his name's sake, he leaded me by the path of righteousness. Psalm 23, verse 3 and 4. He leaded me. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I enjoy constant leading of the Holy Spirit. You will not be in a wrong location. God will lead you to your right location. God will give you your right inheritance. You will not be at the right place at the wrong time in the, at, at, at the wrong place at the right time in the name of Jesus. The Lord will cause everything to work together for your favor in Jesus' name. Being at the right location, most time, guarantee breakthrough for you. Easy breakthrough for you. That's what I'm saying. I'm praying for you this month. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will not go out at the wrong time. God will help you to be at the right place and at the right time. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say, Father, let your divine arrangements, let it work for me this month in the mighty name of Jesus. Order my step. Order. Open your mouth and say it. Order my step. Say it well. Order my step. Order my step to right people, right places for my breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, order my step. For the step of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. The step of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Lord, order my step. Order my movements. Order my step. Order my movement in the name of Jesus. Lord, order my step. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. That is number one thing we are going to pray about tonight. Right place, right time. Right location for our breakthrough. And God will do it for us in Jesus' name. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice who enjoy the land. You'll be fruitful in this land. You will blossom in this land. Your leaf will not wither. You will bring out your results in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say the loudest amen. amen. Very important. Number two thing that is important for breakthrough is sowing. You have to be somebody that is so S-O-W-I-N-G. You have to be sowing or investing. Breakthrough come as a result of sowing. And I don't mean giving to people. I mean about you practical investment. You are involved in doing one thing or the other. I don't want to call it work 
Because what the Bible says concerning Isaac was that in Genesis 26 verse 12, Isaac sow in the land. You have to hit the ground. You have to sow. You have to be investing. You have to be impacting. Any word I can use for you, just take it like that. And I don't mean walking, just walking for walking's sake. You have to be involved. You have to be involved. You have to hit the ground. You have to hit the ground. In a time of farming, Isaac dug heaps, do a dog well, ready to invest in a time of farming. You know what happens most time when people are discouraged is that they hold back their seed. They don't want to sow. And that is the most important time for you to sow. It's an important time for you to invest more. When things are hard, you increase your investment and your sowing attitude. That will bring breakthrough. Because if you travel a little bit ahead of the crowd, you enjoy a lot of success. And the only way you can travel ahead of the crowd is to make sure that you are not discouraged when other people are discouraged. When things are not working, it's time to work more. Because a lot of people will step back. Don't step back. That is the time to take risks. That is the time for you to sow. That was the time Isaac was sowing. And I guess Isaac sowed in that land. And look at the sky was dry. And God started giving him ideas from his brain. He said, don't worry. Start irrigation system. He said, but Lord, there is not rain. He said, there will be rain under the ground. It is not enough that you have sowed the seed. Now look for water on the ground. And he dug well. And he find water. He was shocked. People were just discouraged with the weather. That, oh, since it's not raining, it will be difficult to find water on the ground. But there was water under. And he kept digging and digging and digging. And he read. Where other people's farm were drying up, his one was blossoming. But Isaac was also sowing. He was sowing. Most times when God puts you at the right place and you just see some things that is discouraging you, you stop investing. You get discouraged. But that is the time to move up. I've discovered that people that enjoy breakthrough are people that do not get discouraged or give up when things are hard. They keep knocking. They keep sowing. They keep investing. They keep planting. They keep doing things in the opposite direction. That's exactly what I'm saying. Against the weather. Against what other people are doing. They keep on doing what others will not do. At a time when people slow down, that's a time that they double up. And I pray this season, you will not give up. Amen. Whatever you have been laboring on from January, you will not give up. Amen. You will sow more. And you are going to reap hundredfold. Amen. The Lord will give you bounty harvests. Amen. You will enjoy supernatural breakthrough. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody said, when we say breakthrough, it means that you are breaking something before you break through. And most times, it can be discouragement that you are fighting against. Yeah. can be fighting, you know, whether things that are not working for you, that are working against you. It could mean that the wind is against you. You are saying, no, I will not give up. I will not give up. I will pursue. I will do again. That was the attitude of, a, of a Isaac. That's the attitude of Isaac. When other people are giving up this year, you will not give up. When other people are giving up this year, you will not give up. Raise your hands to heaven and say, I refuse to give up. I will not give up. My harvest will come in the mighty name of Jesus. I refuse to give up. I will sow. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. And number three thing that guarantees breakthrough before we pray is continuous progress. By all means, keep moving forward. If you cannot fly, run. If you cannot run, walk. If you cannot walk, crawl. But by all means, make sure there is progress along your path. Why? Because success is satisfactory progress per time. Success is what? Satisfactory progress per time. When we are talking about breakthrough, we are talking about steady progress. Make sure that your life is not dormant or staying at the same place. Because when life is void of progress, it becomes a burden. So that your life will not become a burden. Make sure you are making little, little steps. If you can't fly, make sure you run. There's nothing bad. It's not all of us that can fly at the same time. If you cannot run, make sure you trek. If you cannot walk, make sure you crawl. But by all means, keep what? Keep moving. I have a small book I call Keep Moving. Make sure you are moving. Make sure you are not... Look, for somebody that is constantly moving forward, is enjoying breakthrough without knowing. For somebody that is constantly stagnant, he is going backward without knowing. I'm not saying he's stationary. He's not stationary. When you are the same spot, nobody will catch up with you. You must not be slow in life because if you are slow, poverty will catch up. If you are too fast, you might catch up with calamity. But you have to keep moving at God's speed. You move forward this season in the mighty name of Jesus. By all means, your life will be dynamic. It will be progress ever. Backward never. We stand against stagnation. Your life will not be stagnant. You desire progress and you are going to make progress. This year will be a year of addition for you. We refuse stagnation. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said sometimes ago, when you don't have anything in your hand, look at what you have achieved. And use it to motivate yourself to still move forward. Is there anything I can still do? Is there anything I can still add? Is there, no matter how hard things may be, make sure there's progress in your life. And you are going to move forward in Jesus' name. When we come to December, the only people that we say they have enjoyed breakthrough are the people that have shifted from where they were in January to where they were in December. You know, the scripture says, help us to number our days. So that may do what? I can't hear you. What is the wisdom? When you number your days, why are you applying your part to what progress have I made over the years? Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6. Go to the ant. Use lotto. Consider his ways and be wise. He has no supervisor. He has no captain. He has no counselor. He has no pastor. Yet he's providing food. What do we learn about the ants? Constant movement. You never see a ant just, you know, they are always on a constant motion. That's one major thing. Go to the ant, use logat, consider ways and be wise. What is the ways of the ant? They are on constant journey all the time. One major thing you learn about ants is that they are always moving. Or have you ever seen an ant sleeping? (laughs) 
Go to the other and, and watch them. Watch the way they move. No captain yet they are in order. Back, 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 back. That's one of the things they do. And two, they carry food with their mouth and they don't chop all. Look at the ant. An ant can carry two sizes food. It's body weight food. And it will not chop everything. They are in order. All of them. One language. One language. French language for the ant is movement. You can't stop on a journey. They are always moving. All of them are moving. They are moving forward. And when everybody is moving forward, there's likely going to be an order. There's likely going to be joy. And there's likely going to be results. So you will not be stagnant this year. Yeah. We'll stay on a particular spot long enough. It's time for you to move forward. But there's nothing for me to do. There will always be something for you to do. And you know one thing I've discovered. When you decide to move forward in one area of your life, every other area of your life will also move forward. That's what I've discovered. I said, never you be depressed that you suspend every other area of your life. Because one area of your life is not, is not shifting. Leave that area and focus on another area and begin to move forward. And somebody said, but I'm not making money. It doesn't matter. There are areas that you don't need money to move forward. I'm telling you. And somebody said, but I don't have this. I don't have baby yet. There are some areas that you don't need baby to move forward. That's the truth. Uh, somebody said, but uh, God knows that this is when I get husband. There are some things you can do without husband. It's as simple as that. You can move forward. And when you decide to move forward, other breakthrough will follow. Without you knowing. You know at times, when we decide to make progress, we never know that those progress you are making is what we open another door for us. That things are not working. Decided to invest the little money that they had on a fanciful small building. And bam, open door came. And they needed money. They thought about it. Oh, we are relocating. Let's sell this building. Both couple agree. And somebody pay. And it seems as if God opened up for them. If you say things are not working in Nigeria and you refuse to do anything, an opportunity will come. Maybe you want to relocate to Canada or something. And you don't have anything. And money now decides to stop you. How would you feel about it? You don't have land. You don't have anything. There's no investment. You now look at your life. Everything is score to zero. Zero plus zero is zero. Nothing to sell. Nothing to buy. Because one aspect of your life is not progressing. You now decide to suspend every other aspect of your life. By all means, make sure there's an addition. Look, I know you don't have enough money to build a house. But at least you have somebody that you can buy land from. I but it's far. It doesn't matter. When you have money to buy the one that is close, you are going to say that one had a little money to buy it. You are moving forward. Because you have a mentality that one day you are going to build house. After all, you won't build in heaven. So you buy the land in a far place. Hoping that one day you will sell it, hard more money to buy the one very close. And everyone that you see that is doing well today, they have maybe moved a little bit forward when things were very, very hard. And now that things become a little bit, maybe, mm -mm, depending on your interpretation, they are now enjoying a lot of successes. We should not be.
They are not enjoying a lot of a lot of a lot. No matter what is happening this year, you will move forward. That is breakthrough itself. Raise your hands to heaven. I am moving forward. Nothing can stop me. I am making progress. I am not stagnant. My journey is getting better. In the mighty name of Jesus. And so shall it be for you in Jesus' name. The only way to enjoy breakthrough is to make progress. The Bible says Isaac continued to move forward. And the Philistine envied him. Continue to move forward until he became prosperous. It is the progress that creates great weight for him. And you too, you are going to move forward in Jesus' name. Let's rise up on our feet. We are going to pray like a soldier tonight. Praying definite prayer. Go ahead. Let's thank God for the journey so far this year. That's why I sang Let's thank him for the journey so far. This is August. After this month, we have how many months more? Four months more this year. So let's thank him for the five months. Remaining five months that we have this year. Lord, we thank you for where we are. Let's worship him and say, Father, we thank you for the journey so far in year 2022. If not because the Lord was on our side, what would the Israel say tonight? If not because the Lord is on our side, let's give him all the glory. He won go Alright, raise your hands to heaven. Let's thank you for the month of August. Father, we thank you, Lord, we worship you for this year 2022, the month of August. We are going to pray five solid prayers tonight. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Anyone that won't break through must know how to thank God for the journey so far. Lord, we thank you for this year. This year will be meaningful. This year will be productive. This year there will be overflow. This year, miracle will open doors. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Go ahead and thank him and worship him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Raise your two answers and say, Father, I receive grace to be at the right place at the right time. In this month of breakthrough, in the mighty name of Jesus, I will not walk into evil. I will not walk into kidnappers. I will not walk into danger. I will not walk in the mighty name of Jesus into a wrong place. I will be in the place of my breakthrough at the right time. Go ahead and pray for yourself. The step of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. My step are ordered by the Lord. I will not walk. These are the days we have to pray and pray for divine location, stroke divine direction. Lord, help me. Let me be at the right place at the right time. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. At the right place at the right time. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me to be at the right place at the right time. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Give me the blessing of divine location. Give me the blessing of divine direction. Let me be at the right place of my breakthrough. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, let me be at the right place of my breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. There are a lot of people that have shared testimony that they were somewhere and God told them, this is the place I want to do it. I will bring something great out of your life. I can't, I can't mention one, I can't mention two, I can't mention three. There are so many people like that in life. That's how they enjoy breakthrough. Both preachers, both drama people, both, every one of them saying that ah, God led them here. One of them that I remember, I remember, I remember now, is uh, this Monsayon drama man, Mike Bamiloye. He was given admission to Ademi College of Education. And then they just started Elisha College of Education. And the Lord told him, he said he was in the class, move away from this place and go to Elisha College of Education. He said, ah, everybody knows that this place is better. Afflated to Ife. He said, he became so uncomfortable and he has known the Lord. So he decided to move. And when he got to Elisha, he was almost crying. Because there they do not even have classroom. They were having lecture under the tree. He said he during his sixtieth birthday, and God said, "Yes, this is the place I want to to stay." And one of the lecturers asked him, "Why are you resuming late?" It's because I have resumed somewhere else. He said, "Where?" At the Emi College. He said, "What are you doing here?" He said, "God told me." He said, "The lecturer laughed and mocked him." He said, "You don't know God. God can never ask you to leave at the Emi to come." To. As you can see, we don't even have lecturer. There is no classroom. We are under the tree. He said he felt very sad. But God told him, don't mind him. Stay where I ask you to stay. He stayed there. Not all that popular. Joined a drama group. Never knew he was creating a destiny for himself. God, the person is going to get married there. A life partner in that place. And that's how the Lord usher he stepped into greatness. Now, it's not... <laughs> He's not begging people to have him. Please, I know how to do drama. Have me now. Have me. It's not begging people. People are begging to have him. Begging him to have him. That's what happens when you stay at a place where God wants to stay. He will nurture you into greatness. He knows what he's saying. God can never be a liar. And he's a good God because his nature is good. I pray that you be at the right place at the right time. It may not look like it now because you don't know the future, but you're not doing the wrong place. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, in this month of breakthrough, I receive the gift of right location. Right location. Right location. Right. Go ahead and pray. There's a place in the mind of God for you to be. And when you are the right place, you enjoy breakthrough. When you are the wrong place, things look difficult for you. Lord, I receive the grace for right location. In the mighty name of Jesus. The gift of right location. In the name of Jesus. The gift of right location. In the name of Jesus. The gift of right location. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Say, Father, let me dwell in a place 
that you have given to me. Pray that prayer very well. There is a place God has given. The devil can't take it away from you. Let me dwell in a place that you have given to me. A particular place has been given to you for breakthrough. Let me dwell in a place you have been given to me. I have commanded a widow to feed it there. I have commanded a widow to feed it there. Lord, let me dwell in a place you have given to me. There's a place that is given to you in the map of heaven. Let me dwell there. In the name of Jesus. Let me dwell there. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Now your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, bless my seed. As I sow in life, let me reap hundredfold. Give me a fest of breakthrough in my sowing, in my labor, in my investment. Lord, help me to make impacts that will last in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, help me to make impacts that will last, Lord. Impact that will last. As I'm praying for you, I'm praying for myself. I want to make impact. Lord, let my seed be fruitful. Let it be fiber. Bless my seed. Let my seed create my breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let it create my breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let my seed create my breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let it create my breakthrough. As I sow, let my seed germinate. Let it bring result in the name of Jesus. Let it bring results. I don't want to labor in vain. This is my month of breakthrough. Father, as I sow your word, sow, let there be results over the work. Go ahead and pray for yourself over the work of my hand in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Open your eyes. I want to say something to you. Look, in life, we reap from the past. Most of the time, when you want a very big harvest, it's not because of what you are doing now. It's because of what you have done before. We reap from the past and sow into the future. It's a continuous process. And I'm not talking about offering. You know, I'm always very plain. I'm telling you the truth. Anyone that is not sowing now, impacting, investing now, we cry tomorrow. Anyone that is sowing now, there's no devil that can stop it. He will reap tomorrow. One of my sisters was telling me, he said, ah, people will envy me. If I'm blessed at all, what do I have? People can envy me because of my children. And I say, yes. Because we invested heavily in them. I know the time you are borrowing money for them to be great. When you see this one is doing well. This one is doing well. I say it's as a result of heavy sowing when things were not convenient. So when you now look at it, I say, this one is here. That one is here. This one is here. It was not saying, eh, do anything you can do. It was constantly investing, hitting. And all of a sudden, all the others came out at the same time. It came out. Four children, all of them graduate, all of them doing well. So she can relax. He said, if people, he said, look, my brother, if people envy me now, it's not because of what, what do I have? But my children, they are all doing well. 
And I said, this is good. Your seed also will do well. Yeah, yeah that's the truth. That's the truth. Oh. Life operates by seed. When it's time for you to sow, you must not be wasting time. He that hurt the corn, the people we cause, what's supposed to do at the right time? You keep doing it. You keep eating it. It might take five years, ten years. Your breakthrough will come. Because you have done what you should do. In life, we reap from the past. We sow into the future. You reap from the past. In fact, you can't preach, preach to somebody and say, oh yeah, give me your offering. He won't give you. That's not the way God has operated life. You have to sow now. What you have done in the past is what will be reflective in that face that you enjoy now. What you are going to enjoy tomorrow is what you are sowing now. And it will take time. It will take time, oh. It will take time. Ah, my friend, don't be in the hurry. It will take time. God told me, long time ago, I'm giving you a church, but it's like a baby. You have to wait and invest. Make impact. And you will reap if you do not give up. I pray you won't give up. Amen. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I refuse to be discouraged. I will sow. I will make impact. And my seed will bring harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus. Make sure you are praying for yourself. I receive grace not to be discouraged. No matter what is happening, I'm going to reap from what I've sowed in the past. I am going to sow also into the future. I will not give up in the mighty name of Jesus. I will continuously sow. I will sow whether it is convenient or it's not convenient. And I'm going to reap hundredfold of harvest that we guarantee my breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray for yourself. Lord bless my seed. He that goes forth bearing precious seed shall doubtless come back with rejoicing carrying his harvest with him. I will carry my harvest with me. It does not matter the plan of the enemy. I'm going to carry my harvest with me. In the name of Jesus, my seed will not die. My investment will not die. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will generate results. In the name of Jesus, everything I've invested in, it will bring back results. Therefore, you cannot stop my results. You can't stop my harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus, it's my season for harvest. It is my season for breakthrough. I receive double fold result, double fold harvest in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. King Solomon in his wisdom says, So in the morning, so in the afternoon. You never know which one. Which I say, in other words, be somebody that is addicted to because you never know which one will bring result. I pray all your investment will bring results. Amen. And your labor will never be in vain. Amen. Now raise your two hands to heaven. Say, I resist stagnation. I cannot be stagnant. I move forward. In the mighty name of Jesus. I make progress. That will guarantee breakthrough. 
I'm unstoppable. I will keep moving forward, marching forward in the name of Jesus against all hard. This year I will move forward. Open your mouth and pray. If I can't build house, I buy land. If I can't buy land, I buy half. If I can't buy half, I lease land. In the name of Jesus, I am against stagnation. I cannot be stagnant. I can't be in one position. I am marching forward. I am moving forward. I am making progress for my breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to be stagnant. In the name of Jesus, things are getting better in my life. In the name of Jesus, nobody will see me this year and pity me. Rather, they will envy me because my life is making progress. I reject stagnation. I reject stagnation. Go ahead and reject stagnation. I can't be at the same level. No, I don't want it. I resist it. I reject it. My life is moving forward. In the mighty name of Jesus, my life is moving forward. I am moving forward. It is possible for me to move forward. And I'm making progress in the name of Jesus. I am making progress in the name of Jesus. I am making progress. It's getting better for me. Financially, it's getting better. Emotionally, it's getting better. In all areas of my life. Educationally, I'm not stagnant. I am moving forward. I am marching forward. It is progress that guarantees breakthrough. Lord, I move forward. I march forward. I move forward. I keep moving. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My life is making progress. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. There was a time David was stuck because he wanted to join alignment with the Philistine. When he got to the battlefront, they said, Ah, you are an Israelite, you can't fight. He wanted to fight so that he can be paid. First Samuel chapter 2, they rejected him. So he came back home with his army, his people that love him. They just trained themselves in the jungle to feed and discover all his wife, children, and his supporters have been carried away. It was a massive loss. So he started crying. Abu with him also started crying. He sat down and was crying. Abu said about around him, he had, let's stone him. David is the cause of our trouble. That's why things are getting worse for us. Even though they were home before they joined him. But he said, now it's better to hold and be able to feed. Let's stone him. When he heard that people were thinking about stoning him, the Bible says, and David was more depressed. The Bible doesn't say that. Oh. First Samuel of that verses. When David had that people were thinking about stoning him, what did David say? He encouraged himself. He did not say, oh yeah, you are dying and you are saying, we should kill you. What kind of stupid thing is that? When David heard that people that he's leading wanted to stone him, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He called for the priest. He said, should I pursue the enemy that has taken away my people? Will I get everything back? He was not discouraged. That was the best time for them to bury him. But he did not allow anybody to bury him. The Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. Don't allow people to bury you. 
you are crying, they are also crying. And if you are in a position to encourage others and you are getting depressed, they will bury you. That before your time. They will not allow that. Put it there. First Samuel chapter 6, the Bible says, And the Lord said to him, Pursue, for you overtake and recover all. The Lord did not give him direction, but he was eager to pursue. Put it there on the computer. He was eager to pursue. He pursued anyway. <laughs> That's how to make progress at time. First Samuel 30, not 13. First Samuel 30, verse 6. First Samuel 30, verse 6. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grief, every man for his sons and his daughter. But David strengthened himself in his God. I beg you tonight, strengthen yourself. Gather yourself together. Don't look at things that are against you. Look at what God can do for you. In that particular place, there was nobody on the side of David. Except the priest that said, it's like God is saying, move forward. And I'm speaking to all of you tonight. Come on, move forward. You will not be discouraged. March forward. Pursue and recover all. In the name of Jesus. Put it in verse 7. He said, I will pursue. And he pursued. And the Lord gave him victory. In this month of breakthrough, the Lord will give you victory. Amen. Whatever you are pursuing, you will catch it. Amen. You will come back with a testimony. Amen. David said to Abitha the priest, Amalek's son, please bring the effort here to me. And Abitha brought the effort to David. Verse 8. Look at verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue? Seeking sorry, the only one. This troop shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for shall I surely overtake them? And without fail, recover all. David did not say which direction. When you hear pursue, on your mark, get ready, wherever you face, you pursue. <laughs> Put a verse 9. Put a verse 9. Look at verse 9. Put a verse 9. So David went. Where was he going? He was pursuing. So don't tell me, I don't know how to move forward. Move forward anyway. Anyway, there's an opportunity for you to move forward. Move forward. Move forward. Anyway. Look at Ruth. Ruth said, let me go into the feed. In whose sight I can find favor. Any step that is better is a good step. Stop all this analysis on your armchair. Some people have used uh, what my wife would call feasibility study to blind themselves. Feasibility study paralyze themselves. Feasibility study keep them paralyzed instead of motivating them. They have overstudy and overstudy and they study themselves into red instead of moving forward. Pursue! He went and started pursuing. In his journey, he met somebody that was dying and he revived the person. In fact, the Bible said they got to a place. People that were around him were tired. They said, eh, eh, all this blind for sure. We are not pursuing. I can sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a bit and low. I said, the sign. About 400 men said, they can't go. 200 said, sir, let's pursue. And they start pursuing. No. They start pursuing. You know, there's nothing that I read in the scripture like this that God has also made some practical part of it in real life. In real life. So I know the Bible is true. That's why I love the Bible. There was a time one of our fellowship, 
we were doing a meeting like this. All of a sudden, we say, as if the generator died. And we go to the generator. The generator has been stolen. And the person that <laughs> and the person that saw in the bad that generator has been stolen. Instead of pursuing, what is it? He came back to the church. He said, hey, I want to be generator law. anywhere around. You'll be pursuing. He did not pursue. They came. And some people say, let's all begin to pray. God will catch them. One brother said, it's not God that will, I will catch them. He entered the bush behind Loyola College. He started pursuing. He started pursuing. I do not met them in the bush. When they were tired, he was not tired. They were the one carrying load. They were running. He was running. And he brought the generator back. Yes, that's what it means to have breakthrough. That's what it means to have breakthrough. Whatever you are pursuing, you are going to catch it. David went, he and 600 men who are with him, and they came to where those stay who are left behind. Some people stay, they say, We can't pursue, you will not stay behind. You will pursue, and you are going to get your breakthrough. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I refuse to be discouraged. No matter what is happening in this country, I will pursue and I will get breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will recover all without fail. I will get breakthrough. I will not stay behind. I will pursue. In the mighty name of Jesus, I refuse to be discouraged. What I'm pursuing, I'm going to catch it. I'm going to catch breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Oh, it is my season to pursue. I will make progress in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Father, I prophesy progress upon your people. Nobody here will be stagnant. Make progress. As you pursue, recover all. Get testimony. Get help on the way. In the mighty name of Jesus. This year, you are going to make remarkable progress. In the name of Jesus. Your seed will bring back harvests. In the name of Jesus. You will be at the right place at the right time. No evil will befall you. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Say amen three times. Yeah.